We've got a handful of terms that we would use to describe you as a company, right? When we think about the ways you describe yourself or who you are, entrepreneurial parent, family first entrepreneur, founder family, these are all the phrases that capture the essence of what matters to you. You're not just an entrepreneur. You're not just a parent. You're this beautiful combination of the two. You're our tribe. And we put a little definition together to just continue to paint the picture of what that means. So a founder family to us means and captures the entrepreneurs who have successfully integrated their family and business into one powerful mission in life together. And it results in fulfillment and freedom and legacy. And we're raising luminaries, the people who will go on to inspire and influence others and who are prominent in their sphere. And in many ways, we're raising ourselves up to be luminaries as well. Is that you or who you aspire to be at least? Today's episode is going to give you a few key shifts to becoming and working towards being that family first entrepreneur because it's all about being a work in progress, right? And it's in the little decisions we make, those small 20 minute increments of our day that lead to the big picture, vision, and legacy that we're craving, that we're creating in our minds. Let's raise them up right. Let's talk about this today. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, this short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. We're going to jump into these five shifts to make in becoming a wildly successful family-first entrepreneur. And I put that wildly successful piece because if you're like me, you're ambitious. You want big things in your business. You have big dreams, but you want to be family first. You want to find a way to have that success while still honoring what matters most. Shift number one is going from having these sometimes well-meaning but still insane expectations that we place on our kids to helping them understand growth happens in a trusted place where mistakes are welcome and they're really seen as opportunities to stretch into who we're called to be. Imagine the gift that could be for your child. I just had a conversation with my son today and he got a new book and he didn't want to read the book because he said, I don't know that book yet and I'm afraid I'm going to make too many mistakes. Like, I won't know how to read those words because it's too advanced for me. And I said, hold up. You were so excited to get this book and you're going to limit your opportunity to read something you were really excited about because you're afraid of making a mistake in a safe place with your mom. I said, you know where you get that? You get that from me. (laughs) 
I don't like doing things if I don't think I'm going to be good at them. I don't go golfing because I know I suck unless I get to drive the cart and drink the beer because I'm very good at both of those things. But I don't want to stand up in front of people and take a swing and whiff at the ball. And it's something I've been working on since I became aware of it in my adult life. But he, as a seven-year-old, is already starting to put that pressure and that expectation on himself that he can't make mistakes. So really teaching him to stretch and grow. And we had a great conversation about it. He ended up reading the book, did excellent. It was a very funny book. And he laughed his way through it. And he was like, mom, that wasn't so bad. And I said, you know what, though, bud? Even if you had struggled with it, what's the worst case scenario? It's like helping them paint a picture of the fact that even if a mistake happens, it's not going to be catastrophic. And you've got people in your corner to help you through it. So think about what this looks like in your day-to-day, celebrating things like hard work and integrity and serving others and calling attention to the values and the character traits instead of just the results. We really acknowledged after he read that just the fact that he did it. He faced the fear. Even if it was a silly fear, it was still a big one to him. And we really called out the fact that he did it. It wasn't even about, oh, you did it without a lot of mistakes. It was you did the thing that you were afraid of. That's awesome. The second shift is going from telling them what to do to modeling it. To raise a leader, we need to be leaders. And these lessons in life are caught, not taught. That is something that not too long ago, my uncle got up. He was being recognized in his city for his good works. And he stood up there and he said, you know, I'd love to take credit for the hours that I've put in or the time I've spent or the heart I have for this city. But this is exactly what was modeled for me. There's a reason my father was standing up here 50 years ago receiving the same award. These kind of things are caught, not taught. And it's true. Sometimes I think we think we can tell them everything they need to be and do, but not be in full awareness of how we're choosing to live. You know, we have our family values up on the wall. And then we also have them very well-defined based on us. And our kids will call us out. It's like, wait a minute, that's not an integrity. That's not what you said you were going to do. And it's like, it's really hard. But it's a great reminder that we need to model leadership to our children. So what does that look like in your day-to-day? This work truly starts with us. Include them in your day. Bring them into your big decisions and the brainstorming sessions that lead up to them. Talk about it at the dinner table. Don't hide the work you're doing from them. Allow them to catch the goodness of what you're learning and how you're growing. The third shift is going from seeing your work as simply a paycheck to seeing entrepreneurship as a powerful tool to raise our children to be these innovative and contributing freedom seekers. This is so huge. We start our businesses super excited, with a great vision, with a great passion, but then we get into the rut and on the hamster wheel and it's like, we just have to make money. We just have to grow the team. We just have to launch these offers and it just becomes this stressor and this hamster wheel and that's what our kids witness Instead of bringing them into the fray and realizing that entrepreneurship can be one of the greatest tools that we use to raise our kids in leadership. So how can you make your business a little bit more of a classroom for them? 
to learn those skills and those values and that leadership that you're looking to raise them up in. So think about your days. An entrepreneurial spirit is going to serve our kids whether they start a business or not. And we are their example. Let them into your world. Highlight what it takes. Tell them why you do what you do. It will become a part of their story too. When I tell my story, I flash right back to sitting at the conference table with my mother as she was building her business. The fourth shift is going from feeling that societal pressure and conforming to the norm to having the courage to break the rules, to pave your own way as a family in pursuit of the mission that's been placed on your hearts together. This is so huge. We are bombarded day in and day out with other people's opinions, with the ways of the world. And it's not necessarily in integrity with who we're called to be. And if you don't have your vision and mission as a family, it's a lot easier to be swayed. If you're not rooted in your values and everybody is a contributing member of that family working towards that mission in alignment with those values, it's a lot easier for people to fall off track. So when you think about your days... What could this look like? Maybe it's saying no to that additional extracurricular activity. Maybe it's homeschooling. That was a big one for us. It was like, man, kids are just not going to get, our kids are not going to get the values and the time and the raising that we want them steeped in at school. So we're going to do it ourselves. We're going to move it around. We're going to figure it out. It's not going to be pretty, but we're going to do it ourselves. Maybe it's being that parent that says no to your kid having a phone when everybody else has one. Maybe it's not stressing out about making the top team at school or getting straight A's or whatever pressures your kids might be feeling. The key here is to know what you stand for as a family and make decisions based on those values and stand firm together, even when it's hard. And the final shift is going from feeling split in two and overwhelmed to bringing the same level of intention to your home as you do your work. That's a a rough a rough ask for a lot of us go-getters, right? We want to just hard charge towards our, our goals and we'll figure it out and it's just a busy season and once we get to X, we'll finally be able to do Y. And But that's not how you become a founder family. That's not how you become a family-first entrepreneur. That's not even how you find success. So what does this look like in your day? Well, success is found when business and family can live in harmony. It's not perfect balance, There are definitely seasons, but they're intentional. Our values of integrity and possibility and generosity and work ethic and love, they're reflected through our callings of entrepreneurship and in our home. We're not two separate people, and therefore we shouldn't separate our work and home life, but join them together because they're a gift to our family, they're a gift to our children, they're a gift to us. And that takes that pressure of being split in two. It allows that integration to come in and to rise above the overwhelm and to choose something other than overwhelm. But there's a lot more to that process. There's a lot more to that process. And it's it's a transformation I've had to walk through with my husband. Uh, Then I've walked many of my clients through that feeling of overwhelm and that pain of feeling frazzled. So something that we want to gift you is this tool that we created. It's essentially what we use, this step-by-step process to go from frazzled to laser focused, to know what you're called to, to get out of the overwhelm, to get massive clarity, and to start to work towards that vision as a wildly successful family-first entrepreneur. And you can snag that at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused, E-D, focused, right? Past tense. So luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused. 
I want to wrap up reminding you of something really important to remember as a founder family. Our boardroom is the dinner table. Our board members are the family. And we know in our hearts that legacy isn't something found on a front porch rocking chair sometime in the future. It is lived today. We are founder families. You are a founder family. And success starts at home. Let's raise them upright. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.